0: in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit one god amen christ is in our midst he is and shall be. last night at vespers we heard a reading from isaiah chapter 6 and in this reading from isaiah this is isaiah's vision of the heavenly throne okay of the divine worship and he says he saw a throne high and lifted up and the house was full of the lord's glory And about him stood the seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two, they covered their faces. With two, they covered their feet. With two, they fly. And this is what St. Basil and St. John Chrysostom quote in in their liturgies. And Isaiah, as he sees this vision, is overcome with an overwhelming sense of unworthiness. And he says... Woe is me, for I am pricked to the heart. For being a man and having unclean lips, I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. And with mine eyes I have seen the king, the Lord of Sabaoth. That kind of sounds familiar. We are normally a people of unclean lips, and we certainly dwell in the midst of a land of people of unclean lips. But he's overcome with this humility. Because he has seen the king, the Lord of Sabaoth. And then one of the seraphim was sent unto me, Isaiah says, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar. And he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched thy lips, and will take away thine iniquities, and will purge thy sins. So, This was in uh, the reading from Vespers. And then during Orthros in the ninth ode, the very beautiful ninth ode with the melody that's like a waltz. Let's see. Verse number 8. O thou maiden Miriam, talking about the Theotokos. O thou maiden Miriam. Thou, O maiden Miriam, art in truth the mystic tongs, who within thy blessed womb has conceived the ember Christ. So Isaiah sees this vision, and the seraphim takes tongs and holds a charcoal. They take a charcoal from the heavenly incense. That charcoal is Christ. It is a burning fire. He purifies us, right? He purifies us in Holy Communion. The tongs are the theotokos. She's not the one doing the purifying. She's containing the one doing the purifying. Do you see the connection? I see some furrowed brows, but I think like this connection is very beautiful. Now, fast forward... In a few minutes, God willing, you'll be coming forward for Holy Communion, right? That burning coal is the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the theotokos is the container, the chalice, or even the spoon, so to speak, right? And this is why, this is why, we treat these holy things with such reverence and respect right We don't use the holy chalice like over in the fellowship hall during coffee hour right That would be that would be blasphemous. it would defile it. We use these holy things, these holy vessels because they contain the life-giving body and blood of our Lord and our Lord's body and blood, it purifies us, it touches our lips, it goes into our bodies, and it purges away all the sins. So, after the clergy receive communion, immediately after we receive communion, I say, lo, this has touched my lips, shall take away my iniquities and purge away thy sin, my sins. That's a quote from Isaiah, from this verse. And then, after the people are finished receiving communion, I'll say that somewhat quietly, but I'll say, "'Lo, this has touched thy lips, shall take away thy iniquities, and purge away thy sins.'" And so, on this feast of the Theotokos, I wanted to point out this beautiful symbolism that often gets overlooked. But it's here evident in this feast. It's called out in the ninth ode of Orthros. Theotokos, thou art the mystic tongs, which held in thy womb the ember Christ. And I think it's also important to point out what happens to Isaiah after he's touched by this charcoal from the throne of God. The very next line, Isaiah says, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go to this people? Then said I, here am I, send me. So this gift that we receive, this forgiveness of sins, this cleansing, this holiness, this uncreated grace that we're given, we aren't meant to keep it to ourselves. It's given to us for a purpose that we can go and draw other people to the throne of God. We have to be humble. We certainly have to be humble. But we have to be evangelistic. It is, it's one thing to receive forgiveness of sins another thing to receive forgiveness of sins and to give God proper glory and to go and fulfill the Great Commission and tell people about the forgiveness that we've received this is our job this is our calling this is our duty And as you come forward for communion today, I just want you to meditate on these things. There's a lot here, and there's a lot that you can chew on, that you can ruminate on, so to speak, and let percolate in your heart as you go through the week. As it says, Mary kept all these things in her heart. So think about these things, and think about how the uncreated God enters into you and what you do to carry him with you through the week. What you do to to express that grace and share that holiness that's been given to you. This is a high calling, but this is one of the main themes of this feast. It's the feast in which we celebrate people who go to church and encounter God. And then give him thanks. Like, I love this feast because of its ordinariness. And the extraordinariness is actually in the ordinariness. <laughs> Two parents bring a child to church, an old man and an old woman come to church, right? And there's this miraculous encounter. And they all give thanks, and they all proceed to carry out their mission that God has given them in prayer, in holiness, in thanksgiving, and in rejoicing. So, as we go forth today, let us think about the ember, Christ, the live coal that purifies us, and think about how we contain Him and carry Him with us, and what He wants us to do with that grace that He's given us, how we can share it with those in our lives. Maybe it's as simple as picking up the phone and calling somebody who you know is having a hard time. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's talking to the person at the grocery store. Maybe who knows what it is. Maybe it's being a peacemaker. But whatever it is, let us discern that calling and carry forth that grace so that we can live a life of rejoicing and praising God a life of thanksgiving where we continually praise and magnify the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen. Christ is in our midst.